All right, well, thanks for joining. Here with Matt and Tim. Going to talk a little Super Bowl the uh, night before the game. And let's just get going. So we're going to start with Tim. And don't want to spend too much time on this one, Tim, but uh, I think you got something to say about it. So uh, should this game be played following the news of Coach Reed's son? And- <laughs> well, you know, I-, I think that kind of depends. on. Well, I, th- I think they're going to play the game either way. But, you know, that might be a little extreme because it would be unfair to everyone else. But uh, if-, if that kid that Britt Reed ends up dying in the hospital – uh, like, let's just say later this afternoon, I, I find it incredible that, you know, a Kansas City chief member of their coaching staff drinks and drives and kills somebody, and then we play a football game the next day. I don't really care if it's a Super Bowl or not, um, but I thought that was – he's not go, he's not traveling, right? He's not going to the Super Bowl. And he's still in the hospital himself. So it, was, it must have been pretty bad. And if you, if you can't tell the cops exactly how many drinks you had, you're probably wasted anyways. Um, so whenever you say like, oh yeah, I had two or three drinks. It's like, well, how many was it? You know, and he's taking Adderall and all this stuff. So extremely irresponsible. What's going Um, on here? Huh? Uh, Wait, what? Did I, I just got on, but were you guys already in? Yeah. Tim was talking about how the, the coach's son, you know, got popped for that. DUI and if that kid dies that you know th- there should be some outcome on that dude your your freaking little podcast thing here ain't working bro you have I got two links and I was waiting for you guys in the other link I only sent one but you're in now you can hear Tim yeah yeah let's uh, go I want to hear what he had to say I want to hear how stupid it was <laughs> <laughs> well uh, I'm just saying like you know you know if you can't tell the cops exactly how many drinks you had and, you know, you're saying, oh, I had like two or three and I'm taking Adderall. It's like, well, how many drinks did you have? And why are you crashing into parked cars on the side of a freeway uh, two days before a Super Bowl? So I'm just saying I, I'll find it incredible that it, it, let's just say because that five year old kid has life threatening injuries. If that kid passes away tonight and, and they continue to play a football game tomorrow, I'll find that incredible. I, I, you know, because this is a member of the Kansas City coaching staff. Yeah. The I'll thing find is, that incredible if they do that. I mean, they're going to either way, just because of money and all that. But my God. <laughs> well, look, you got to think about all the times in sports when there's been a player. Like, remember the Angels pitcher, uh, Aiden Hart, that got in a, in a car accident and died? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They played the next game, and that was a, a guy that was in their, on their team. This yeah. is a Super Bowl. And it was a kid who was hit outside of it. I mean, of course, the, the coach, Andy Reid's son, is not going to be on the sideline. They're not going to yeah. allow that. He's but still in the really... hospital. He's still in the hospital. He's not going anywhere. He's yeah. not going home, much less the Super Bowl. Well, dude's going to jail after that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but do you really do you really expect them to, to halt the Super Bowl? No. 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 I, I, I'm just saying, like, that. that, that is – uh, not only that, but then also dodged a bull or barber, and they almost exposed their entire offensive unit to uh, COVID with a with a barber, so they could get fresh cuts for the Super Bowl. I mean, it's just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, so, you you got to figure that regardless of what would have happened there, there would have been either a hide a, a cover up. There was no way yeah. that they were going to allow this Super Bowl to be played without Patrick Mahomes. No way. 
<laughs> that would that would be uh, that's more interesting than if they uh, just you know. Yeah, because um, I think the other, I guess the other ex- example for precedent on this is like Jim Beheim was actually uh, the Syracuse head coach. I think he got in a car accident, and it was it was truly an accident. You know, he hadn't been drinking. And somebody with involved in the car wreck died, and I think I think he coached the next game. So I think you're right. I think I'm just kind of pissed off well, that you know we have people drinking and driving that make millions of dollars. Yeah, how, how much how much how much money do you think Britt Reed makes per year? And we're drinking and driving two days before the Super Bowl. Well, the real question like is what what was going on in the Reed family when they were growing up? I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Well, you know what's interesting about Britt Reed too, Matt, is that uh, he's our age. This this guy is an offensive uh, a, a, a what what is he? What is his official title? I can't remember. I, I thought he was the quarterback back. coach or something, it's wasn't like, he? Yeah, it's like outside linebackers, linebackers coach. Yes, yes, like that, yeah. So, I mean, this guy's, you know, th- th- this isn't a 22 year old guy that's, you know, working for his dad on the team out of college. You know, this this is somebody our age who ought to know better. Uh, well, you know, and then a when, fucking Uber. Well, when was it that wasn't it right before playoffs or Super Bowl when his other son died? I don't remember. That sounds that sounds about right. Yeah, that was like, yeah. what, six, seven years ago when he was. Six, was seven, he still on the Eagles then? He was he was the Eagles coach and his right. son overdosed on heroin. Right. So you know? yeah, I don't know. I, I think I'm just pissed off that uh, <laughs> I, I was just on a tirade last night when I saw that. Just just drinking and driving in general is just so stupid these days. There's absolutely no excuse. For did it, they say so. what? Uh, did they say what's wrong with like how the kids are in? Uh, the kids are uh, not looking good or what? Well, uh, yeah, I guess there were two toddlers uh, oh, in like the back seat of one of the parked cars. All I, all I read was that this is from ESPN, so this isn't like some random site. That one of the, the five-year-old has life-threatening injuries. So, yes, I, I'll, I'll change my stance on this. We're they're going to play the Super Bowl no matter what happens. Fine, I, I get it, but that's going to be a huge distraction for Kansas City and especially Andy Reid. Uh, his, you know, he, had, he already, already lost one kid. And now the other one's in the hospital after potentially murdering another person too. Um, so I, I think that's an incredible distraction for Kansas city. So I think not, it's not affecting the Super Bowl to the point of, you know, not playing the game. Obviously that's not realistic, but I think huge blow for Kansas city and just everyone involved on that part of the sideline. Oh yeah. It's, uh, yeah. I mean, you would think, right. You would think at the same time, man, at the same time, Patrick Mahomes goes into a football game. He doesn't really. Yeah, he's not going to think about that, right? You think at any moment in that game when he realizes he's in the Super Bowl, I don't think that for the entirety of the football game, he even thinks about what happened car accident-wise. Do you think Andy Reid's son is really going to affect the coaching of the Kansas City Chiefs? No, dude. In fact, I mean, the Kansas City Chiefs offense is kind of like the Warriors, the Golden State Warriors offense. Uh, Steve Kerr or Tim Fiedler coaching that team. It's not really mattering. <laughs> they're going out there and they're balling. Patrick Mahomes is going out there. This is backyard turkey day football, dude. He's going out there and he's he's grinding. They're, they're throwing whatever play they want at you. Double flea, fic, flea flicker, uh, Travis Kelsey, you know. Uh, decoy, whatever the hell they're in. He's going out there and he's going to ball. 
You know, it's not gonna matter what happened in this accident. They're they're gonna go out there and uh, and be the Kansas City Chiefs. I guarantee it. Well, and I think that's a good here. So let, let's go ahead and talk about the game. So your your over under is fifty six, and the spread right now is Kansas City three against Tampa. So Matt, you want to go ahead and start? Uh, yeah. Uh, so you want me to know? You want me to to predict the spread, or I I Both. if I'm a betting man. I, as a betting man, I can't bet against Tom Brady. What is the line? Sorry, you it's flipped three. out there. Oh, it's, it's just plus three. three. Plus three. Okay, so Kansas City is a three-point favorite. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's really, really hard if I was a betting man to to not take that three points and or to not take the minus three Kansas City. But you ultimately got to look. It's Tom Brady, man. It's Tom Brady, yeah. and his offense is ridiculous. That offense is. I don't know. I, I don't remember seeing offense like that. When's the last time we've seen that that kind of offensive power? I mean, he's got three elite wide receivers. Yeah. And personally, I think that they've been hiding not hiding, but they have been they haven't been utilizing Leonard Fournette. The dude's a beast. Leonard Fournette's a beast. I, don't I mean get, he's yeah, they don't they don't run him enough. They they no. pass catching shit. Yeah. But but you're gonna see him. I, I think that we're gonna see him next game. I think we're definitely going to see him next next game, a hundred percent. I mean, did you see that run that he had versus the uh, against the Packers? I mean, oh, yeah. he's 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 held up at the line of scrimmage. He he kicks it outside. He gets hit. He spin moves. He hits the goal line at the three and he dives in. You know, it's like, dude, this guy is the old Leonard Fournette man. I think that that dude's a baller. Um, Ronald Jones, yawn. But then we got Antonio <laughs> Brown. Antonio Brown. Who's healthy? Mike now, Evans. Right? What's healthy. that? Brown's healthy. He's healthy. Okay. He's playing. Right. Antonio Brown, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and then I mean, arguably, some people say the best wide receiver ever. I think Tony or tight end ever. I think Tony Gonzalez is, but Rob Gronkowski, Tony, the Tom Brady's guy. We have the best, the best offensive power, the best offensive weapons I've seen in a long time, and I don't think that though, just with those weapons alone, that they get beat by more than three. That's where I'm at. So I would take Tampa Bay with the, with the points. You think? Yeah, I, I think there's there's not a lot as you just outlined there. There aren't a lot of weaknesses on the Tampa Bay team, much less on offense or defense, right? I mean, their defense is really good too. Um, oh yeah. So oh, yeah. I mean, they've got a lot of superstars. You know, you'll bear it. Errol Paul. They've got Devin White. Yeah, they've got you know all of the Shaq Barrett. Right. All these guys are really. Uh, you know, can really put pressure on the quarterback too. I, I guess the way you, I think it's kind of hard to bet on this game because at the end of the day, if you lose, right, let's just one or the other, you, you sort of look back on it and say, wow, I bet it against Patrick Mahomes or I bet against Tom Brady, right? <laughs> it's sort of like a really difficult decision to, on which quarterback, you know, you want to roll with. But I, I think you're right. I think with Brady's weapons, it's really difficult to say, oh yeah, Kansas City's just going to steamroll them. I don't see that happening. Uh, I think it's going to be a really close game, and I think Tampa Bay is going to win. Um, I, I get the sense that Kansas City does a lot of screwing around uh, in a lot of big games. They, they've, they've, you know, there's these games. Don't get me wrong, and the homes kind of pulls them out of the fire. I'm not sure if they're going to be able to be able to do that this time around. Uh, I thought they did a lot of screwing around. Uh, you know, last season they screwed around with you know uh, Tennessee and uh, Houston at home. Uh, with fans, so I think if Kansas City is going to win this game, they have to play, you know, you know, 
they have to come out and start, you know, playing like they normally, you know, like, you know, firing at all cylinders with their offense, right? I think what they were, what we saw during the regular season with Kansas City, you know, going into Tampa Bay, you know, Kansas City, you know, threw the ball down the field to Tyree Hill immediately. You know, there wasn't a lot of screwing around. Um, but yeah, I think overall, I give the advantage to Tampa Bay just because, you know, like you said, like we, they have Leonard Fournette, who has been a top five running back for the past couple of years before he gets hurt in a lot of the seasons and, and so on and so forth. So yeah, I, I think that's right. I think Tampa Bay is, is the team to bet on and because they literally don't have any weaknesses on their entire squad. Yep, I'm right there with you, man. I mean, everybody's. I'm, I'm guessing the money is on Kansas City. I don't. I haven't looked at Vegas or where all the money's at. I'm guessing it's all on Kansas City. Has this all been but, three points? Has it moved at all? Is that what we opened? It up? was three and a half. It was three and a half. Oh. So it's right. moving. So I'm guessing that. Uh, I'm guessing that it was uh, Kansas City, right? That they are putting their money on. Uh, no, they're putting on Tampa Bay. Right. They're putting on Tampa Bay, and then they had it yeah. instead of giving them a three, three and a half point. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see where it. Uh, I'm guessing it's not going to move much, much more. But Tom Brady has consistently been been dogged in the Super Bowl. But the dude, this is his what? Is this his tenth Super Bowl? Tenth Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. Tenth Super Bowl. I'll. <laughs> I mean, ridiculous. Dude, Forty. 42 years. Uh, he's the best. He's 43 now. Yeah, he's 43. 43 you know, year old. The, the only way I think, you know, we, I just got done saying that there are no weaknesses for Tampa versus Kansas City. I, the argument you could make is that, you know, Kansas City won last year and they were in the AFC title game the year before. So you could, could make the case that a lot of the Kansas City players have been in these big spots before, you know, Super Bowls, AFC title games. And a lot of the Tampa guys have never even been in the playoffs before, right? much less you know a super bowl so you could make the case that a lot of these you could you could be ready like if you if you told me that ronald jones goes out there and fumbles the ball you know the third play of the game i'd be like yeah yeah, it's a big stage you know so that's the only way i can see someone pointing out a weakness is that tampa bay is in uncharted waters in terms of experience with this but you would think with with somebody like bruce arians coaching the team that they'd be you know they'll be prepared and ready to go well on that flip side on that flip side tim i go into a i'm going into a super bowl and i'm having doubts man are we gonna win or not and say (laughs) i'm say i'm antonio sam antonio brown and antonio brown's probably not thinking that he doesn't think of much anything i doubt but (laughs) chris got Chris Godwin goes in there and he's like, man, I don't know what's going to happen here and there. Then he starts thinking, he's like, dude, the guy who's behind center taking the ball is going to his 10th Super Bowl. Is there <laughs> anybody true. you would rather have quarterbacking leading this team? Dude, you got to think that that makes up for his nervousness is he's got to be confident. You know, he's got to be confident that he has the best guy for the job. I mean, you say they're going to go down the road and you say, Hey, you have one game to win Super Bowl game to win. Which quarterback do you want? What's the name they're going to say in 20 years? And it's going to be Tom Brady. Hopefully it's not Mahomes. You know, I bet you, that, I bet you 20 years down the road that maybe that name's coming up as well. But um, as of now, it's definitely Tom Brady. I think know? that's, I think that's definitely true. I, I guess my thought process behind this is like, I think you're totally right in terms of like, Godwin not being worried about if Brady can throw him, you know, perfect passes so he can play at the highest level. I'm just saying somebody like 
I don't know why I'm picking on him, but somebody like Ronald, Ronald Jones, right? I'm just yeah. saying he might feel some added pressure, like, oh my God, I'm in a Super Bowl. And if I fumble this ball that Tom Brady is handing me, you know what I mean? I just feel like he might have there yeah. might be some jitters there. Well, even Fournette. I mean, he's no even Fournette, you know, has not had a lot of experience with this. You know, like, what, what did Jacksonville have that one year where they went to AFC title game against New England? So I just yeah. could see these guys feeling feeling the heat if something bad happens early on and Kansas City kind of pounces on them. Whereas the flip side of that is if you know Kansas City screws around, somehow Mahomes always gets them out of it, you know. So I'm just saying, if Tampa Bay starts screwing around early, I could see them. Um, you, you know that, that that could really Tim, hurt them. In their Tim, team. who do you want to win? I mean, <laughs> and that, it, this is hard for me as a Jets fan because I really don't want to see any more winning from Tom Brady. But I, I, I think I'm rooting for Tampa just because Kansas City won last year, and I think for a 43 year old guy that I've hated my entire life. This is pretty. This is pretty special that he's, you know, leading. He, he in his first year, moving to a different team and just kind of shoving it in everyone's face, like, yeah, I'm the greatest of all time. I can just go to this random team in Tampa Bay. Granted, they had a lot of weapons, right? But now they're in the Super Bowl. This is not easy stuff to do, right? Well, um, you know, so you know the movie Breaking Bad. What's his name? Heisenberg. What's uh? Yeah. What's Brian Cranston's character's name? That's Walter White. Walter White. Right. Yep. So, so you remember in Breaking Bad how throughout the movie you start you start off by loving the guy, and then progressively start hating the guy. <laughs> right. It might be the other way around well, for me. Yeah, it's the other way around for Tom Brady. I think that yeah. everybody was in the beginning of his career was like f this guy, dude. They were hating him. He was like Walter White at the end, you know, right. season yeah. season six. But now, That's a good analogy. but now. He's like the Benjamin Button of Walter White. Now everybody's like, you know what, dude? This guy is 43 years old. The guy's like borderline going to have a cane in 10 years. And he's out <laughs> right. here balling. And everybody's rooting for him. And I think that in addition, I think that we all see, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is probably going to go to seven more Super Bowls. Right. And I'm not he's gonna have. His I'm not even kidding. Yeah. Yeah. He might, he might go to more, you know? I mean. Who's going to stop Kansas City in the next 10 years? You know? It's a short list. I, mean, yeah. or, I can't there. say 10 years. You don't know what's going to happen. In the next five years, I don't foresee anybody, especially in their division, stopping oh those guys. Oh, my God. Their, you know? their division is shockingly bad, if you think about those, those other three teams. I mean, Herbert, and, maybe and, you know, until Herbert starts giving him a hard time in a couple of years, but that's way off. Yeah, I mean, don't even I mean, talk the to Raiders, about the Raiders or the Broncos. Oh, I mean the Raiders. The Raiders have just like every year that they say, "Hey, we're bringing Carr back," it just okay. makes you smile. <laughs> yeah, it's like, why are you doing that? Yeah, it's um, just they're like, oh, okay. So, anyways, okay. So I think we we we've highlighted a lot of good points uh, for arguments for both sides. There, D. What else would you like to know? <laughs> All right. Well, uh, let's start with Matt here. Uh, are you surprised Tom Brady got Tampa to the Super Bowl in his first year? I mean, you kind of covered it a little bit earlier, but just kind of your thoughts like going through the season, heading in versus now. Is this to me or to, yeah, to who, who do you want to start? Uh, we'll start with Matt. Who, am I surprised? No, come on, bro. That's the dumbest question I've ever heard. You have we – already, we already expressed how potent that offense was, right? And, I mean, Winston was getting the ball to those guys uh, yep. by the plenty last year. Yep. The only thing that they had to get rid of, they had to get they had to get a quarterback that could continue to get it to them, get it to all those players, but limit the turnovers. And Tom Brady, I mean, 
that's that's kind of how his career has gone. That's why he's been so successful is he's limited his turnovers, right? I mean, you look at you look at the the quarterbacks in the NFL that limit their their turnovers, and it's what the last in in their careers the guys who have uh, the least amount of turnovers per season. I think it's Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. You know, so he's basically got the powerhouse of Winston limiting the turnovers of Winston. I had no, I wasn't surprised at all. I'm not surprised. And then it's Tom Brady, you know, when he went over there and I'm like, Oh, he's throwing to Mike Evans already. One of the top five wide receivers in the NFL, mm-hmm. Chris Godwin, one of the top 10 wide receivers in the NFL. Oh, all of a sudden, uh, Rob Gronkowski's coming back. You know, the dude is, is still balling. And then you go and pick up Antonio Brown. Like, come on, man. <laughs> then they go and pick up Leonard Fournette. Come on, man. Ronald Jones. It's ridiculous. You know, there's no doubt. This is not surprising at all. Not surprising. I mean, maybe the only surprising part for me was that it wasn't surprising, especially that they went to the NFC Championship game. That was very predictable. You know, it was between three teams to go to the NFC Championship game, the Packers, the Buccaneers, and the Saints, right? And then you started seeing Drew Brees' arm just completely blow up midseason. You're like, this guy is shot. So... This guy's done, you know. Um, so then it became Buccaneers and Packers. The only thing surprisingly, I guess, surprising was really, I guess, that maybe last week or two weeks ago when they beat the Packers. I guess that was kind of surprising. I thought that I would have, I would have thought that Aaron Rodgers was winning that game, but maybe that was a little surprising. But other than that, I mean, nothing, nothing like if if you told me the the Raiders were going to the Super Bowl, that would have been surprising. Yeah. Not not Tampa Bay and Tom Brady, you know. I'm, I'm not. I'm not surprised. I think I'm more impressed, if that's even possible at this point with Tom Brady. Just going going back to how the end of last season went. Right, he throws that pick six um, in that Tennessee game at home. Right. All I heard after that game was over when New England got eliminated was, oh, that's the end of the dynasty. That's the end of Tom Brady. He's done. He's shot. He's finished. That's all I heard, right? I mean, because he, he they continue to say it year after year. Yeah, that's all I heard after that New England game. And I think what Brady ultimately said was like, you know what? Fuck this. You you guys didn't give me any weapons. I'm tired of throwing the ball to uh, I don't even remember these guys' names. You, Damari Bird or whatever the fuck, whoever they had at wide receiver. And he said, you know what? I'm going to go somewhere where they actually have some weapons, and I can actually you know throw the ball to some people who are going to get open for a pass. <laughs> so I don't think I'm surprised that he's led this team because as you just, you know, as we've run through like the personnel that on both sides of the ball for Tampa, I'm not surprised in one bit with how much talent this team has that they're in the Super Bowl. I don't think you can say that. I think if you compare Tampa Bay's, you know, offensive weapons, like, like just look at, so Matt, you mentioned, you mentioned the Green Bay game. Just look at the lineup card for wide receivers, right? Between oh, yeah. Green Bay and Tampa Bay. I mean, it's not even close. I mean, I, I mean, if you want to come down to like the, the top receiver, I don't think it, I think it's kind of a wash between Adams and Evans, right? But I don't see people on Chris Godwin's or Antonio Brown's level on the Green Bay roster. <laughs> you know? No, well that that's the whole thing. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers has been pretty heated in that he's like, okay, right. you guys gave me you guys gave me this one day. Alan Lazard. A, <laughs> yeah, Alan Lazard or Mark uh, Scantling. 
or uh, Valdez Scantling, MVS, or, I mean, how many guys on that team have multiple last names? Emmanuel St. Brown. Oh, yeah, the, like, the guy he tried to throw the two-point conversion that dropped it, right? And he dropped Some, it. St. Yeah. Thomas, St. Brown? I don't remember his name. Yeah, something Saint, like that. St. Brown, Emmanuel St. <laughs> Brown. It's just like, I mean, yeah, that's what has been the point of contention with the Packers, and now you're hearing that, uh-oh, Aaron Rodgers yeah. might not want to stay. Right. So now they're all of a sudden going after Corey Davis. Can you imagine Devontae Adams with Corey Davis? Now that would be amazing. But these these teams, especially like the Patriots, for how long Tom Brady has done it for those guys, giving Tom Brady, especially as he gets older, just more dog shit to throw to? I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was never going to work. So I, I don't know. I mean, you know, yeah. who, was their, who was their number one wide receiver? I mean, what, who was it? It was the Arizona State boy. What's his name? Um, uh, that never panned. That never panned out. The rookie too. Yes, there you go. That was, wasn't he? Their, he was their number one. <laughs> right. I, I don't. I don't even think he had more than five touchdowns that last year. I don't even know. I, I don't think so. I mean, I mean, I don't know who. Damari Bird, you know, Chris Hogan. Who else is on that team? I don't even remember. I mean, come on, man. You know, <laughs> Edelman was hurt the entire year. You blame the guy for leaving? No, not at all. Hell no. And I don't think anyone will blame Rodgers for. I think that's the the whole point of contention with Green Bay and what Rodgers is saying is like, dude, you guys drafted Jordan Love and we could have had. I don't even know the list of players that you could have had for offensive weapons in front of Jordan Love, right? I mean, I'm sure. Oh, it's well, for- well, well, the players because what what number did they draft him? He was late first round, right? I want to say it's second round, but I, that could be right too. It, it was it was early the, enough to piss everyone off. <laughs> I don't know yeah, where it was. and I mean that class was filled with wide receivers, you know. Yeah, and so and so it's like, hey, Aaron Rodgers is gonna throw a little bit of a fit. I don't I don't know how we got in the Aaron Rodgers point, but I know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's 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 gonna be he's gonna be demanding not only Corey Davis, but hey, you better be going after a a wide receiver, a tight end. Oh, I mean he. There you go. He's got an all right tight end, but you know he's going to be demanding some more weapons. Yeah, get, so. yeah, get something like Allen Robinson or something like that. But no, you yeah, know, aren't you yeah, supposed so to be keeping us in line? Of us are surprised he's here. Yeah. So on that note, Jordan Love was drafted twenty six oh in the first was. round, and the next few, the, the next few weapons taken were T Higgins, Michael Pitt, oh boy, and Lashenal. Yeah. So. So three three wide receivers that we have uh, that have been on the radar this year. Ceh was also taken in there. Yeah, but they've got okay. running backs. Yeah, okay. So Wait. you think Aaron Rodgers could have used T Higgins instead of Aquamania St. Brown or the fuck that guy's name? Or was? or Michael Pittman? Or Michael Pittman? <laughs> yeah, I think he could have probably used those guys. Yeah, I'm you freaking think that... out about the Chenault guy, but yeah, Pittman and Higgins is all I needed to hear. You know? Do you think? Uh, do you think that Pittman? Let's that ball fumble through his arms like a big old salmon in Seattle for a two-point conversion right. at That's right. Pike's Market or whatever the hell it is. Oh, yeah, that, Lord. it was almost like they greased that ball with Crisco. That guy dropped the ball and ended their season. You know? Oh boy. All right, so let me like ask you guys Dino out right there trying to catch yeah, a ball. Dino trying to field a punt. So, so nobody's surprised necessarily that Brady's in the Super Bowl, right? But if Brady and Tampa Bay win this game. How does that impact Belichick and his legacy, right? Because Brady was there for all of Belichick's winning. So does this take something away no, from him? No, uh, you could go for it first, Tim, but uh, no, I'll, I'll take this one. I'll take this one. All right, so, <laughs> dude, I've been hearing already that, you know, the chicken or the egg 
conversation, Brady or Belichick conversation. Now people are already shitting all over Belichick. Yeah. And that is blasphemy. That's blasphemous. You're you're right. Brady Brady can kind of gloat because he went to the Super Bowl. That's nice. That's cute. But he went from the Patriots to the Tampa Bay Bucks, who are stacked, and he left Belichick with like you said, Damari Bird <laughs> and and a plethora of caca. Oh. So of course, of course, Belichick's team sucked this year, dude. I mean, it, it's, it's if Brady, if Brady would have stayed there this year, I'm sorry, they wouldn't have made the playoffs either. They wouldn't have made the playoffs with Brady this year. I mean, that team was was garbage, dude. And so now we're saying, now we're sitting here all of a sudden saying, hey, Brady's uh, Brady. It, this is proof that Brady was the reason for all those Super Bowls. No, dude. I'm sorry, yeah. man. I'm sorry. If if you gave here's a question. If you put Belichick, if you gave Belichick the entire Tampa Bay team, what do you think would happen? <laughs> yeah. What do, what do you think is gonna happen? <laughs> like, like if Belichick was coaching this entire Tampa Bay team, I'm sorry, dude. They're smoking Kansas City next game. They're not smoking them. Okay, they're winning, and I guarantee you the spread wouldn't be three points it might be in minus three tampa bay you know um so I, i'm i'm kind of already tired of the dogging of belichick you know what i mean he's given a shitty team if you if he goes to say they move him over to i don't know a tennessee titans team i'm guaranteeing that team's competing that's that's my I, two I cents think, you can't you yeah know. i i agree i, I think like the sample size we're trying to take here, especially in a COVID year, I think it's a little early to be like stamping, you know, judgment on like who was responsible for the Patriots dynasty. I mean, don't forget that Belichick lost a lot of starting defensive players because of COVID, right? I'm pretty sure there was at least six or seven guys, defensive starters that New England lost just because they didn't want to get their families sick, understandably so, right? I think Patrick Chung and Hightower and some other pretty big names all were like, yeah, I'm not playing this year. So I think before we start flipping out about this, we sort of remember that key aspect of the Patriots team. And we, and, and as we documented about Brady earlier, we, we all agree that they don't have any talent on offense, they got a bunch of tiny little running backs. You know, they got Sony Michelle and James White. They don't, they don't have any big name offensive players. And so I, I think last this past season, trying to you know pass judgment on a incredible career for Belichick, I incredibly uh, short sighted. And you you just don't get it if you're saying that. Um, you, you know, he tried to put. He's been to nine Super Bowls. He's been to nine yeah, Super Bowls, I, and how yeah. quick these fucking idiots forget. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the media just loves to just like, oh, Tom Brady threw a pick six to lose to Tennessee at home. Career over. It's like, why don't we just give him some talent and look what happened? But you know what I mean? Like, it, he tried to put Cam Newton in there, and, you know, just a quick sidebar on him. I can't believe how much he has, he has been totally shocked. The guy can't even throw the ball anymore. So Belichick basically <laughs> tried to – Put Cam in there, and, and like as a rough quarterback, it almost looked like a college offense. What he had to jerry rig with that team, 
Um, so I, what, let's see what what happens next year when Belichick can kind of you know plan accordingly, getting his defensive starters back, getting a decent quarterback. You know, there, there's this guy named Deshaun Watson who's available. So I watch everyone do a 180 of the Patriots trade for Watson. I'm not saying that's happening, but let's just say they get him right. <laughs> They better not instantly turn everything around, right? And we won't be talking. They about better not give this, and especially if they oh draft a couple of receivers in the draft. There's plenty available, especially a lot of these Alabama guys. They'll be right back in the thick of things. So I think we we love to jump to these conclusions after one season of football. Sometimes justifiably so, and sometimes not. This is not one of a, this is not an appropriate uh, judgment on Belichick after one season, especially with um, everything that happened with COVID. All right, so here's my next question. This is the first time we're seeing a team play a Super Bowl in their home stadium. Do you do you see any advantage in that, especially given no. the year? There will be no. five thousand. No. Minutes. Zero. So, <laughs> do you need us so to elaborate? For, for, for starters, for starters, when it, even if it wasn't a COVID year and it was a regular Super Bowl, those Super Bowl tickets just go to a bunch of freaking yeah. millionaires dude, or just to a bunch of rich fans. So, and I put fans in quotations. Right. So, those, the, I, I know that the Tampa Bay season ticket holders get a, uh, a lottery, but guess what? When they get that lottery, they're not going to the game because they sell that ticket for oh. $4,000. So they send it to, they send it to the freaking Karen that we saw on the Lakers at the Lakers game <laughs> right. on the floor. Right. And she goes, Instagram and she doesn't model. Know. yeah, Instagram mom taking selfies. I'm at the Super Bowl, <laughs> and I don't know shit about football. <laughs> So they're not real Tampa Bay fans hollering, hooting and hollering. This is not Cameron Indoor Stadium. This is not Duke, North Carolina. This is a bunch of Hollywood stars taking selfies, fiddling their diddle, not giving a fuck about football. So that's that's on a regular year. Now we're in a COVID year when there's even they're allowing like how many fans? Twenty two thousand. Twenty two thousand. So now that amount is what is it in thirds so a third of the a third of the stadium is going to be allowed to go and watch so now those tickets are probably times three amount and so it's even richer fans and fans who are hey yeah i don't want tom brady to win but do you think that that guy is the big drunk Dino hollering, "Hey, fuck you, Tom!" No, it's like, "Oh, Tom, you threw a bad pass." The big you drunk smell. Dino, you I like think. that. <laughs> yeah, no, dude, this shit, it, this shit. I like this. Tom is not. Man. This is not. Uh, this is not gonna be uh, steered by the crowd one way or the other. Nobody has an advantage. It's gonna be a nice little cheese and wine soiree. <laughs> And people are going to watch the game, and and there's not going to be any bantering. There's nobody that's going to be um, – nobody has the advantage in that realm. I th- yeah, I, I think it's a fun little, like, coincidence. Like, it's a fun little, like, oh, cool, Tampa Bay's going to the Super Bowl, and they're playing in their stadium. They also lost to Kansas City in that stadium during the regular season. <laughs> so, yeah. so not, not you know, aside from the – so this is a good blend of you mentioning just like the fan crowd noise, and then I, and then actually from a football perspective, 
They lost to Kansas City during the regular season that stadium. So even more so not an advantage because Kansas City knows they can go in there and beat them. But, um, you know, yeah, 22,000 fans, and I think 7,500 of them are vaccinated healthcare workers too. So we will have some – at least that group will be true fans. But 7,500 people are not generating enough crowd noise to throw off Patrick Mahomes. How about that? <laughs> Uh, this just in, apparently, sorry, Tim, to change the subject on you. What do we got? Apparently, the, the A's traded uh, Chris Davis for Elvis Andrews. Oh, sorry. That just popped up on my screen here. <laughs> a little That popped up. I saw that like two hours ago. Really? It says 11.15 it came in. So that was less than an hour ago. And so you're lying. <laughs> yeah, what are you, an A's insider now, Dave? <laughs> yeah, you little fuck stick. <laughs> uh, if you got the MLB alert, yeah, that was a long time oh, ago. God. Oh, God. All right, enough, enough oh, baseball. What, what else you got for us, D? <laughs> yeah, what else you got, D? Uh, so I, I know you guys are always interested in the different bets and odds and things like that. Just curious if either of you has a uh, a prop bet, something you're looking at, something that you'd, you know, potentially – what would you consider a lock? Like, <laughs> well, I, already got, I already got one for you. I saw something on social media where there was some guy outside of Raymond James Stadium recording the national anthem. Did you guys see that? Oh, was he trying to record He's, like that? Was he... he was trying to record the length of the national anthem as, the, as whoever was singing it in the stadium was practicing. <laughs> so oh, I don't remember. I didn't, I didn't watch the whole it. thing to see what the, the total time was, but uh, <laughs> I think Barstool had it. <laughs> And it was just that's, like that's a lock of the year. <laughs> so there you go. You can bet on that. The length of the national anthem. Go find that guy recording the anthem outside the stadium. I'll take. You know what I think is a lock, Dino. I think that that coin is going to go tails. <laughs> <laughs> the fifty tails never tails never fails, bro. I don't know, D. Do you have any pro- <laughs> Do you have any numbers on the props for us that we can kind of? Work? I have. I have one right what here. Do we that's got? interesting. That would be so. Will the opening kickoff be a touchback? I would say that's a freaking loss. That sounds like a lot I mean, to me. What are the lot? Already, what are the? It's minus two twenty for a yes. Yeah. Oh. Who is well? So, who are the kickers? Uh, suck up, well, suck up's the Tampa Bay kicker. Yeah, and uh, who's the Kansas Butker? Butker for so if Casey's kicking it off, yeah, I mean they both got strong legs. Because Butker you know, has a monster uh, leg. So, Kansas City, if the Bucks are getting the ball first, that's a lock for yes. But it also so I'm looking out. at prop I'm looking at prop bets right here. And these these are super intriguing. Okay. So, Patrick Mahomes has his own prop bet section. <laughs> All right. Let's hear it. Let's hear so, some. Passing yards, 327 over under. Ooh, that's a lot. I okay. would I wouldn't touch that one, yeah. but this one I would be intrigued with passing TDs over under two and a half. And I think it's a lock that he goes over that. That's shot. that I would bet on that before I bet on the yards. That's a lot of yards, um, but they get into the, they, once they get into the red zone, it's all Mahomes. Right. They don't, I mean, Hilaire doesn't see the ball. No. Lev, Lev Bell doesn't see the ball, right. you know? I, yeah. I, I like, um, I like over two and a half. I don't like, 327 yards is a lot of yards to throw for. I think if that was 
like in the high 200s. I think that's something that was good value, but that, that sounds like a lot of yards. If the Tampa Bay defense gives up 350 yards through the air through Mahomes, they definitely deserve to lose the game. And that's what I'd say about that. Yeah, well, uh, well uh, let's talk about that. Let's, 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 let's discuss that. If, if you're Tampa Bay and I tell you Mahomes is going to throw for three touchdowns and throw for 350 yards, are they winning this game? I wonder. I wonder if their defensive oh, unit is thinking about that. Like, if that oh, happens, I, I think, they're getting slaughtered. I think that you still. I think, of course, you still win because I think that's very feasible. Because you look at the other side. Do you really think that Tom Brady throws for less than three hundred yards tomorrow? I don't think so. I throw. I think he throws for definitely three hundred three hundred yards or more, and I think he definitely throws for at least two touchdowns. I like. Uh, yeah. I think that's. I mean, I, this is, this is going to be an offensive. This is an offensive league already. I think this is going to be a very offensive high game. scoring, high yeah. scoring affair. Oh yeah, I mean, what? That's what the Super Bowl wants too. Tom oh. Brady versus Mahomes. Oh, yeah. Can you Gun imagine player. at halftime they are like, "Hey, we're going to have to retract all of this shit that we've been pushing." Mahomes versus uh, <laughs> versus Brady. This is going to actually be Shaquille Barrett versus uh, oh Harrison Butker. Here's the CBS halftime report. It's six to three, Tampa. <laughs> yeah oh shit people throw tomatoes and then, and then all those hollywood stars <laughs> oh yeah hollywood stars would be like oh well whatever i don't even know the rules of football anyway so so this so let me ask you this will mahomes throw an interception um i saw that bet too and that's plus 140 that's i think that's where you get the bang out of your buck I mean, yeah, I would definitely bet the yes on that. I mean, it's one touch, one interception, and you and you win a plus one forty. Right. You know, he, I mean, last year in the Super Bowl, he threw two, right? Uh, did he throw two last last Super Bowl? The 49ers picked him up. Oh man, don't bring that! Uh, <laughs> don't bring that. That 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 nope. that is intriguing. Uh, yeah, I always that look really like these prop bets. I always look for how you can win. You know, win money, not you know. I don't, I don't look for like, okay, is the first touchback, okay, I get a minus 220 or whatever, right? And I, I'm already risking money for not winning as much back, so. Uh, yeah, well, the other one is Tom Brady's interceptions is up over under .5. So they're saying that Tom Brady's definitely going to throw a pick. What is um, um, what, are, what are Tom Brady's total yards? So we said Mahomes was 327. 290. 296 for Tom. Oh, see, yeah, I'm more, I'm more interested in doing that than I am Mahomes. Yeah, see, that's what that's, that 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 gets me on the wagon to bet on the over for Brady yards. Yeah, over 296. Like I'm that. looking at some of these other guys. I don't know what to. Leonard Fournette. I wouldn't even bet on him because you don't know those guys might that's not even play wrong with yeah. like at all. Um, anytime TD score prop <laughs> bets. Do we do we have uh, Ronald Jones will lose a fumble? Let, let, let me take that. That'll the yes on that is probably high, right? I could make some money on that. You think? <laughs> will Ronald Let's Jones see. lose a fumble? That has to be a prop, right? Come yeah. on. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> All right, dude. What else you let's, got for let's us? Let's put bro? the mortgage on it. Oh shit. <laughs> GameStop, let's buy GameStop. GameStop. All right, D, what else? Yeah. All right. So anytime touchdown yeah, scores, right? Not including not including quarterbacks. I'm, I'm I'm thinking Fournette plus 120. I like that. Oh, I mean, shit. That's all just a dice roll, man. Yeah. Um, I mean, anytime I'm seeing that too. I see. Uh, 
I see Chris Godwin is on there for the anytime bet or whatever. It's like Chris Godwin. I mean, Chris Godwin scoring, right? Mike Evans plus 120. That's probably where your money's at. Uh, yeah, those those ones. Because, you know, what will end up happening is like those guys will make the big plays to get them in the red zone. And then, Cameron, and then somebody else Cameron vultures Cameron like it. three touchdowns tomorrow for, for no oh, reason. Oh, yeah, Daryl Will. <laughs> Daryl Williams, right. or, yeah. exactly. Like that's how it always seems to work out. So I try to stay away from those, but you, you can yeah. hunt for some gems in there. There's some good ones. All right, do what else? Here, wait one second. All right, right. you guys. Uh, yeah, you guys go for it. I'll be right back. All right, Tim. Well, are you excited to see the weekend perform at halftime? <laughs> weekend. <laughs> Uh, I, I mean, is he performing in the stadium or is he doing this like TikTok thing? Do we know? That's a great question. I, I imagine he's probably who's this, stadium, right? Nino's asking if I'm excited that if the weekend is playing the halftime show. Oh, that's who's playing the halftime show. <laughs> yeah, I saw some ad for Miley Cyrus on TikTok in the pregame. She's putting on a concert, oh. which I'll be watching 0.00 seconds of. But um, you should have. I'd rather watch your OnlyFans page. <laughs> now we're cooking with gas. <laughs> All right, Dave. what else? Watch her go down. Six. Uh, well, that's all I had for this talk. I mean, we've got some time left. So, do you, anything you guys want to talk about? Just a little open forum. Give me each a couple. Uh, I do. I go. do have a, uh, a, a side thing, just because it kind of. Uh, I do have a baseball note that I wanted to weigh in on here, uh, as it pertains to the world. Um, as you guys know, um, picking between the Mets and the Dodgers uh, as an unrestricted free agent, and he ultimately decided to go to the Dodgers, and I think. The contract parameters were about the same. But my point is, Trevor Bauer is making $40 million next season for the Los Angeles Dodgers. The Dodgers, back in November, after winning the World Series, have the balls to lay off, to do mass layoffs and kick all of their employees to the curb and lay them off. And then turn around and spend $40 million on a already World Series championship team. Another $40 million on Trevor Bauer. Uh, I can't believe they're not getting killed publicly for this. <laughs> I, I, I do not understand how any, if you're a fan of that team or if you're an employee of that team and you kick all of your employees to the curb just because they couldn't be in the stadium for one season. Uh, and then we spend $40 million on Trevor Bauer. I, I mean, it'd be like the Rams spending $5 billion in their stadium and laying off their employees, too, just because they couldn't work in the stadium. Unbelievable stuff. I, I felt like I needed to weigh in on that. Well, that's interesting. I mean, I didn't, even, I didn't even know anything. I knew Trevor Bauer was signed and all that. But here's a question. So after they win, after they win uh, the World Series – What's their, you know, you got to think about what's their uh, revenue looking like? How much more revenue are they bringing in as a result of winning that World Series? Yeah, I don't know the number on that. I'm sure they do get like a cash prize, right? I'm sure they do. They have their own television channel, right? <laughs> the Dodgers. 
I'm sure they get yeah. a shitload well, TV revenue. Before before all of that though, in I, in a, in full agreement, them laying off anybody, the Dodgers in general. I mean, it doesn't matter about how much money they made from the World yeah. Series. It's a it's a cheap it's a cheap job that they did anyway in firing. Yeah. Anybody. They are a multi godzillion dollar uh, uh, sports sports franchise. I mean, if we looked at the top twenty five most valuable sports what franchises Four, in U.S. Three? America, oh uh, man, I would guess. I mean, they got to be right? top ten. You know, um, they got to be top ten. I'm guessing that there's football. Pull that up real quick. We still have ten minutes. Pull that up real quick. I want to. I want to hear where top the Dodgers 10. are on the on the top. I, I think the Knicks are one, right? Or the the Knicks are the top basketball. No, the team. Cowboys. The Cowboys, Cowboys are, are one. one. I know the Knicks are up there for whatever reason. Yeah, I mean, you got to figure the Cowboys are up Yankees there. The Yankees got to be. I'm guessing it's Cowboys, Yankees are top two is my guess. And then I'm pretty sure the Dodgers are, yeah, like you say, they're, they're definitely top ten. I'd, be lo- I'd love to know where. But to have the balls to lay off these people who are serving you hot dogs and beer in between innings, I mean, my God. Oh yeah, that's that's. So the Los Angeles Dodgers are tied with the Washington Football Team. Oh, that's lower. How much? Three point four billion. Three point four billion. Yep. Well, sorry, that's worldwide. Oh, okay. Three point four. Doesn't matter. Fourteen. Three point four billion, and they so couldn't pay. How many employees? Yeah, did they D, can you off? look that up real quick too? This is on the LA Times. Uh, can you give us the number of employees that were laid off? This is this this I looked it up last night. This is an article from like November-ish. And it was on the LA Times. It was an LA Times article that documented what they pulled. But here it is. I got, you guys I got have an article a, you have right the LA here. Times article. I, they they walked through the numbers. It's trying to find how many it was right now. Does it say how many employees were laid off? Uh, it doesn't look like it, but I'd have to imagine it's anyone right. who works on game day, right? Does Anybody it matter? I guess. I guess the, the guess question is: Does it even matter who who it was? <laughs> they laid off employees and lost their jobs. <laughs> I don't even know who you know what what the the nature of it is, but um, to 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 do that to your employees um, when and you still and you've somehow scrounged up and, and and you know they the other thing about it too is like. They were. Are you telling me all those games they played in the playoffs in Houston? They, they, Texas was having fans in the stands. I have some people from my hometown uh, that were out that flew out there. Dodger fans that flew out there and and, wa- and watched in the Astros Stadium. So I guarantee you, the Dodgers got some ticket revenue from that from those games as well. It wasn't like they're pulling in zero. Oh, uh, of course yeah. they did, dude. Well. I- but you know, man, that's America is sad. America <laughs> is greedy. America is a greedy. It place, really is. Dude. I mean, you read gre- these kinds of things. A greedy, greedy place. I mean, Trevor Bauer, forty. 40 mil- that's mil- just for year. one year. Forty million dollars. That's not. That's not like the length of his contract over the three years. It's just one season. Yes. So it says that he has a three-year deal. It's a hundred two, three-year, three hundred two million dollars, three-year deal. So he's obviously getting front money. Uh, 40 mil in 2021 and then make 45 million in 2022 oh and he'd make 17 in. So the it's a front loaded, loaded contract. contract. Okay. Uh, whatever the case may be. I don't so, care if they gave Trevor Bauer $2 million. 
<laughs> they, they can't take care of their employees. I, I think I think what was I think what pissed me off the most just reading that article is a statement that the Dodgers released. I don't know if there's that quote in there, but it says something along the lines of, it was such a heartbreaking decision and really tough business decision to fire everybody. And so they have no more jobs. I was like, but we're going to give Trevor, but we're going to give Trevor yeah. Bauer this $2 million contract. I mean, you got to figure laying off 60 employees that make what's, What's 60 times 70? I mean, I'm just say, saying 60 employees. Say 100. <laughs> right. Let's 100 just say that employees. Yeah. 100 employees that make $75,000 a year, let's say. I'm doubting they make that right. much. But 70, that's 75,000 times 100. That's $7.5 million. I'm sorry, dude. They should have put, they should have given $7.5 million as a charity donation to those yep. guys. It's probably come out as a tax write-off, you know, come out as a tax write-off and, you know, it, it would have, uh, it would have made them look a lot better. I bet you there would have been a lot more Dodger fans, but we're talking about the Dodgers. <laughs> Fuck them. No. Yeah. I just, I just, I just found that incredible that, <laughs> you know, they, they publicly, you know, a lot of these sports teams, you don't hear about what's happening in the internal turnover, you know, like maybe for the higher place positions like GM and head coach. Right. But you never really hear about, you know, Oh, you know, 25 employees that work the snack bars were fired today. You know what I mean? Like we don't hear that, but yeah. the fact that we heard this, <laughs> they released a statement <laughs> directly releasing this and then turn around and say, Hey guys, we got Trevor Bauer for 40 million and beat the Mets to it. I was just like, as a Mets fan, I was, I don't care. But at the same time, I'm just like, uh, I'd love to know how many of these pro for, uh, professional sports franchises kicked all their employees to the curb because of one season of reduced ticket revenue and then turn around and blow their wallets on these high priced free agents. I mean, Gar- garbage. I'd say the same thing about the Mets. If the Mets come out, and they give Francisco Lindor three hundred million dollars. I'm going to flip out too if they laid it off any employees. Yeah, same. Oh, same. So, right. hey, really quick because yeah. I got to go here in a set, guys. What uh, what are you guys doing for Super Bowl? Uh, I got the garage set up. Hoops is going to come over. I think my dad's going to come over, and we're going to hang out here in the garage and um, and watch nice. and watch the game. Right on, bro. So. Well, you guys, you guys have fun. What do you, do you guys have fun? I I, I would pay. Pay per view money to watch Hoops and Chuck sit next to each other. I would only pay if Hoops and Chuck were rooting for the opposite team. <laughs> My dad doesn't even know who's playing in the Chuck, game. He's he if it's not if the Niners are not involved, he does not pay any attention. Is your dad yes, a Niners yes, fan? He's a hardcore Niners fan. If, it, if it's if it's not if it's not Niners, oh, he's yeah. not giving a fuck. So last year he was he was into it. This year I don't think he cares. He's probably rooting for the Chiefs because he hates Tom Brady too. That's what I would guess. Yeah, well, that sucks. It would be way better if your dad was like a uh, a Raider oh, fan and hoops and hoops like the opposite team. They just like ended up getting in a getting up in a fist well, my, fight at a freaking cat and party. Harbor are gonna be here, and I, my stepmother will be here too. So I think it'll be pretty tame. If if anyone's gonna get into it, it's me and hoops after a couple of drinks. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Cool. Cool. All right, boys. All right, guys. An NBA hooked up. Hey, Dino, have fun with your dick tomorrow. I know you're going to be playing with it all day. 
Oh my god! <laughs> that's a bad thing. <laughs> All right, D. Make sure this got uh, recorded, okay. right? You're recording. You you, you stayed in the recording. For joining. <laughs> All right, yeah, send it to us so we can listen to it later. Thanks, appreciate it. All right. Bye, guys. All right. Later, guys. <laughs>